started Tuesday Ooh. afternoon. Welcome to the program. Uh, now, 4.30 this afternoon, we've got Nina from The Bachelor joining us. Yes, we do. Nina, so easy and so versatile. I don't think that's a song that no. she would appreciate. No. You're singing about no. her, no. Jono. It's, it's a, the sewing machine yeah, song. Yeah, I know what it that's is. It's banana. banana. Yeah, I know, yeah. but still, when you say you someone's easy and versatile. <laughs> don't say that. Unless they're a garage. <laughs> you probably can't sing that. Or a sewing machine. <laughs> yeah, true. That's right. At 3.30, we're going to play possibly our riskiest game ever. This is a, this is are a we jo- doing this yeah, one? This we is, are. We've been playing it in the office today, and this is no. something that could lose you your job, Ben. We, yeah, that's it's what gonna I want to play. Great. It's going to be great. Old pussy boys over there is not going to have a good time we play this <laughs> no, game. No. <laughs> pussy boys. A cat? Such a wee wuss in the corner. At least I'll have a job. Oh. I'll, be, I'll be purring on my way through the job <laughs> oh, for the next year. <laughs> Coming up next, though. There is uh, some great news for Jono, thanks to one of our listeners. Someone has laid down the gauntlet. Will he accept it or will he pussy well, out like for, Ben? For me specifically. <laughs> for you specifically. There is a challenge being brought to you by a listener. Jono, Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Yesterday, Jono, you uh, claimed you could beat children at anything. Athletics, academics, you name it. And well, that's the advantage of being an adult, well, isn't it? You've got more life still experience. Are you still saying this? What do you mean am I still saying this? Well, oh, if you're referring to the man versus child segment that Sharon created yesterday. Yeah, um, we proved very quickly that you were not smarter than children. No, what we proved is that you can ask me to spell really hard words and children oh, to spell what? easy oh, words. Oh, BS. <laughs> Your word you need to spell is baccalaureate. B-A-C-C-A-L-A-U-R-E-A-T-E. Is that right, Sharon? Connor, you are the spelling bee champion. You've seen him up. No. You've seen all these people up. He did not hurt anything. This is a proof that Sharon can jimmy up callers. You can lose at an academic level, mate. Connor, anything you'd like to say to Jono? Jono, you got beaten by a 12-year-old. Yeah. Academically, you suck. All right, now you need to move on to sporting. We need to find someone, some some child that you take on to sporting that can kick your ass as well. Oh, yeah. Challenge accepted, Jonathan Pryor, because overnight we have had a little bit of a conversation on our Facebook page, and I would like to introduce you from secondary school, Epson Girls Grammar, Stella. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hello. Now, I understand we, we talked Sounds on Facebook. Sounds like I could kick her ass at anything. Gosh, we no. talked to you on Facebook last night. You've got a proposition <laughs> for Jono and his theory, haven't you? What is it? Yeah, well, I heard the segment yesterday with the spelling bee, and we have another challenge for you. Uh, we'd love it if you could come and be on opposing teams at our netball game, which is happening tomorrow at our school at lunchtime. Oh, tomorrow oh, at lunchtime. I've been so, called out tomorrow at lunchtime. Hang on, you say we yeah. were opposing teams, that means there's two of us doing yeah, this. opposing teams. One of you is going to be dressed up in 90s costumes and one of you is going to be dressed up in light craft for the 80s. <laughs> oh, we've already thought nice. of the costumes as well. Why, what you've got why, why am I getting involved in this? this hey. oh, ben, oh. ben just volunteered himself, so he's going to be on the old court. <laughs> So uh, awesome. what, what are you uh, proposing? Like, how, who do you think is going to win this, Ben or Jono? I'm not sure. Um, I haven't really seen them play yet, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. But we also have Auckland Grammar School. That's our Epsom Girls Grammar play Auckland Grammar as well. So one of the Jono and Ben is going to be on one of those teams and one of them is going to be with us. Okay, we'll prove these kids that we can kick their asses, Ben. This is oh, what it's for. No, so I'm in, I'm in. Yes, meet you behind up. the bike sheds at lunchtime. You've got to stay humble. Oh, oh, You've got to take it one, one game at a time, mate. The All Blacks, they never take it two games at a time, do they? No. One game at a time. Yeah, no, be cocky. That's what I'm no, saying. Don't. Be cocky. Be Pretend proud of the won. boys. That's all we need to be. Okay, Stella, it's on. Awesome. Get ready to get shamed yeah. off the shamed off the court. That's the worst <laughs> smack talk we've ever heard. Have you got any smack talk you'd like to bring to the table, Stella? Um, 
No. No. That's the greatest smack talk of the all. No, no, we need someone to help Stella out with uh, some smack talk right now because uh, clearly we need to really get inside Jono's head. So 0800 The Edge or text to 3343. On behalf of all of the kids that are going to be playing against Jono tomorrow, what is your smack talk for Jono when he goes into this netball netball game tomorrow? We want to hear it. It's on, Stella. See you there. Yeah, see See, you there. She's too polite. (laughs) See you there. Simon, you got some smack talk for John and bring it, baby. Yeah, mate. Jonathan Richard Pryor playing netball, that big bull, disgusting head. Mate, they won't even give you the participation award. Cold as ice. I text her to 3343. You talk so much smack, Jono. I don't know whether to offer you a breathment or toilet paper. Oh! Julie, welcome to the show. What's your smack talk for Jono? Hi. My son has come for him. He's 10. Oh, okay. 10 year old oh, smack 10 talk. O'clock. Okay. Hey, buddy, you're just a fair. You're going down. Oh! oh you're going down! He wants to challenge him as well. Oh, oh you got another challenge. Uh, what, what do you want me to beat you at, mate? <laughs> yeah, okay. He wants to uh, play some ice hockey with you. Oh, oh no, I don't like ice hockey. <laughs> I don't. Because you know you're going to lose. Oh. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't like ice hockey's a bit violent. <laughs> no, oh. mate, you'll definitely get your ass kicked in there. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> if you've taken the netball option, I think you're happy with that option. Yeah, I'm happy. Hey, Julie, appreciate the effort there, but uh, I would hate to beat the whole team of kids at ice hockey. I'd hate to. <laughs> I know that's what their passion is. I'd hate to slide out there <laughs> and show them how it's really done. Okay? Oh, God. I want to make him do ice hockey now. <laughs> you are the <laughs> we are going to be making you do netball, and I'm, I'm playing tomorrow, so we're going to see how that's going to go. Oh, yeah. One last text for you, Jono. They're going to feel that you're going to get some ice this burn. <laughs> you're going down, Jono. You're the nail, and us kids are the hammer. <laughs> oh! oh! Hold on, let, me, let me get a horn for that one. Nah, okay, that, you didn't no. need the horn, No, mate. didn't need the I horn. I thought it was going to be a bit, a better horn. Nah. <laughs> to be honest. Jeez. It's a terrible, terrible horn. Oh, uh, we'll see. Hey, my specialty isn't horn. <laughs> my specialty is kicking kids' butts at what they do. Well, according to the kids, don't bring your lunch because you're going to be eating dust instead. Oh, this is good. They've got some good trash talk. Johnny Ben and Sharon. On the edge. And the Bachelor back on three Sunday and Monday nights. And the latest evictee, Nina, joins us in the studio. Yay! Interview number 39 today. Yep, yep. I'm loving it, though. It's great. What's having been the be- best question you've uh, been asked today? <laughs> did you think about having sex with The Bachelor? Yeah, all right, let's kick and things did off. You? Did you think about having sex with The Bachelor? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I thought about having sex did. with him. He's, yeah. he's a good-looking guy. Everybody has. 100% of the people in this room have thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the interesting thing about you, Nina, is uh, you're very, very magnetic to the point that you are the only bachelorette that has walked through that door and the entire office has stopped and been like, Nina! <laughs> Is it, have you noticed that on the street since you've come out of the Bachelor Mansion? Um, it's definitely not on the streets. It's more like when I'm out in town. Yeah. Um, and you just get people run up to you and be like, oh, my God, I'm obsessed with Harry Potter too. You're, the quotes are so accurate. You're right. You're not a real fan if, you, <laughs> if you've only seen the movies. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's it. It's great. Are you worried that people are now going to pick you up with Harry Potter quotes, though? Oh, I'm A-OK with that. Really? <laughs> <laughs> the way to win my heart is with puns, so... Oh, yeah, Ben. Harry oh, if you weren't married. Yeah, wasn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh. <laughs> they call him Pinocchio. <laughs> ah, that's yeah. great. That's a, a good one, isn't it? That's great. <laughs> Would you guys like to hear my joke? Yeah, bring it. This is my joke, and I use it to get friends. I use it as a pickup line, and it usually works. Okay. Um, what do you call a bad zoo with one dog? A bad, a bad zoo, zoo with, with one, one dog. dog. A shit zoo. <laughs> 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 you can't have oh pun, 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 pun
Hey, you two are a match made in punny heaven. Jeez. Just casual already. The pun chemistry is it's intense. So, so now you've said it on air, though, everyone's going to pick you up with that. So what's going to happen is people are going to use that pickup line on you and then they're going to dress like Harry Potter when you have sex. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, Nina, uh, last night things got quite emotional. Yes. Were you crying because you're upset that you potentially had lost love or you got sent home from Thailand early? <laughs> Um, there were definitely it was a elements of both. Yeah. You're like, nah. I'm loving Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, I was, I don't know, I became a giant heaping mess. Because ah. yeah. I loved that about your exit from The Bachelor, is that, oh, it does my head in, honestly, when the girls just leave, and in their commentary, when they're not talking to Zach, they're like, oh, if he doesn't take me home, and like, rah, 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 and stuff like that. And then they leave, and they're like, thank you for this experience. These girls are all amazing. Yeah. And then they leave. Whereas you were like, no, hang on a second. You didn't even take a chance to get to know me. Yeah. Was that your plan all along or was that spur of the moment? Um, I kind of thought about it like um, during that day because I hadn't been feeling that great about maybe staying on. And so I thought like, well, if this guy sends me home, it's kind of, it's not very nice because he doesn't know me. So maybe if he does, I'll say this because it's a bit, it's, it's not okay actually. So... Yeah, call him out on it. Yeah. <laughs> We've got Nina with us from The Bachelor. Did you leave your job to do this, right? Um, my um, contract was up anyway, so I knew that I'd have some spare time. So I was like, oh, why not do this? So you're, like, what do you do? You're a graphic designer. Um, yeah, I'm a graphic designer. Okay. I make things pretty. We're going to call, and we're going to call to see if you get your job back, no. mate. <laughs> what do you mean, no? I'm concerned about your employment situation. Okay. Right. Trying to get uh, Nina's job back from The Bachelor. She left this job to go do The Bachelor. Oh, my... Hello, Holly. Holly. Mate, Hi. mate, uh, we've got Nina with us. Hi. Hi, Hi yeah, Nina. It's John O'Bean and Sharon from the Edge here. <laughs> Holly, I'm How are you so going? Sorry. Nina, Nina <laughs> wants no part of this. She's coming for a bachelorette interview. She definitely wants part of it if it goes in her favour, though. <laughs> yeah, le- uh, I'm Nina's uh, legal representative. <laughs> we're trying to get her job. Tr- the bachelor didn't quite work out the way we thought it was going to. We're trying to get her no, job we back. We're all watching. We're all rooting for you, Nina. Holly, I'm so sorry about this. <laughs> <laughs> you keen, keen to have Nina back on staff at Colleen because we're just across the road, so we can spread, we can send oh, her across. Know, we know, She can literally start working five minutes. Yeah, we can yeah. get her there across oh the ride. Holly, we would love to have Nina back. Oh, Nina! Really? She wants, she wants six weeks annual leave. She wants a car park. What else yep, she wants? Yep, I insist on a car park. Anything <laughs> you want, you get. Oh, oh, oh now we, you're on board with it, Nina. Yeah, yeah. You know, Holly, you know you're saying this on the radio, so you have to follow through. Good on you, Nina. Thank you for coming in, mate. Nice to meet Thank you. Thank you for having me. Nina from The Bachelor, good sort. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Sharon, you're lucky to have us here today. Oh, that's a sentence I never thought I'd hear. Actually, I don't know if you're lucky to have it. Look, well, we nearly died today. No, we didn't what? nearly die. We could have died. We could have died. Oh, no. What did you do? Something we exciting? Every, by that rationale, we could die every day. Exactly. So you're lucky to have us here. I could have been crossing the road hit by a car, Yeah, mate. but you didn't. So you're making it more true. Look, we flew down to Christchurch today. Oh, what? What do you mean? Oh! No, I'm just like strapping myself in. This sounds goes. like it's going to oh, be good. Oh, here we go. That's and did you have the? Did you have the debate? You're like, oh, what's Ben going to have today? Cassava chip <laughs> no, or biscuit? No. What are we going to go with? No, because we're going to have such a big decision. He went no, cassava. No. I instantly judge anyone that gets cassava chip. By the way, oh, hey, or the hey, pretzel. We're not what's here wrong to with you? Get the cookie. We're anyway, not here back to talk to about cassava chips and cookies. We're here, not not snacks on a plane. You know, that's a great title for a movie that yeah. I want to do. But anyway, that's for another story. Um, so we're going down to Christchurch to film for, with Kieran. Reed or Black Captain today. Quite excited. Got on a plane. Flew down to Christchurch. Problem was, too much fog. Nearly died. No, we didn't nearly die. There was too much fog. Too much fog. So, so they couldn't land. Not the dreaded fog. <laughs> no, the fog. They couldn't land. So we you circled. Be fog and kidding me. <laughs> we circled around in the air. 
in yeah. the air for an hour. Wow. At this stage, I'm like, just land the thing, mate. Make a play for it. No, you can't. That's, they did the safe thing, and then they decided that they had to go either to go back to Auckland. Turn so. around, went back to Auckland, didn't even land in Christchurch. Just landed, eh? Take landed. on the fog. So you're right, that's what he was saying. What are you going to find what John in the fog? Was saying. A couple of ducks and some seagulls? <laughs> yeah, throw it to Collateral the Collateral damage. Need to, g'day, guys. It's a pilot here. Hey, uh, <laughs> just, just tossing up whether I should uh, make the call here and uh, land. Throw it to the boat. If it's <laughs> over. Oh, yeah, here's the, here's the thing. If it's uh, still a pilot here. Because you'll know, because you're talking through the microphone like that. Uh, yeah, if there's over 50% of the hands up, we'll make a play for it, okay, guys? And then he what comes out of the... Starby flying the plane? Then he, he comes out of the cockpit, and then he's like... Okay, I don't know why I'm still talking like this when I'm not on the microphone. <laughs> but uh, I'm a pilot, this is what I do. And uh, well done, guys. Over 50% of the vote, I'm going to make a play, okay? No, you can't strap put your, it to the vote. Strap yourselves in. You oh, can't put it to the vote. You, but you didn't, did you? No, no, he didn't do it. Well, he didn't come and ask me. He didn't go, hey, Ben, what do you think I should do in this And if one? anyone on the plane you should ask is the guy no. who's dressed up like should a pilot. Should have asked you. Should I have clearly asked you. have no knowledge of what to do, okay? So we did got, the right thing. Yeah, no, yeah but you don't it. know what you're doing on the radio either, but you still do that every day. <laughs> could have chipped him. You should have just gone up and been like, Mr. Pilot, sir, I reckon just take it on. I could have said, hey, what you're doing is talking quite close to the microphone. You might just want to come back just a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, just, get a little just, come back, just, just come back oh. a little bit. There you oh, go. There, what are you doing? Can you hear me? Can you hear me perfect? That's how I could have helped him. G'day, guys. Well, anyway, what else, do you get a refund from that, Sharon? Uh, I think that you should, yeah. yeah that's, that's what I do. Although technically they did take you to Christchurch. <laughs> they did. So they could, they could argue that. But you didn't, yeah. You know what? I don't know what we're more lucky for this afternoon. Here we go. Oh, here, we're more here we go. Lucky here we go. That you guys are here. <laughs> Or lucky that we got to hear such a wonderful story. <laughs> You're such a wanker. <laughs> we just poured our heart out just to you. Wonderful. Right, our boss is like share wonderful. stuff that happens in your life. You're like, okay, I'll share it. Tell you what, and I before had it a- even gets to the, the judging listeners, you you judge. I had a story I about, about a pilot impersonation. Did you not hear the pilot impersonation? Pure gold. No, it's all right. <laughs> John O'Ben and Sharon on the edge. Alan, back in the studio, part of our Helenstein Brothers 10K date night experiment. Welcome back. Hey, guys. How are you, Ellen? Bloody good to have you. Your, uh, your <laughs> challenge, if uh, people are just tuning on for the first time, is to date three guys. They've each got a $1,000 budget, thanks to Helen Stein Brothers in a brand new H-Pro suit. They've been looking very smart. At the end of the three dates, you've got $10,000. You then decide if you want to go on a second date with one of the guys and split the money or keep it for yourself. Ooh. Yep. <laughs> it's been uh, the first date. It didn't kind of go that well. But, uh, Johnny, you've prepared a little something-something, haven't you? Yes, you're right, Sharon. If you didn't know what Ellen got up to on her first date... Uh, well, we've recapped it in a lovely song for you. What a delight. Love is in the air. Went skydiving to the ground. Found out I was going skydiving. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. Love is in the air. Motion sickness spinning round. The yeah. guy who I was strapped to, he thought it would be real cool if we did heaps of kite fast spins. Oh, oh. Love is in the air. She had vomited her mouth. She didn't really eat most of the day and then suddenly it all kind of hit her once uh. she got she was wiping that vomit off her face. She looked up at me and she smiled and said, this has been yeah. the best date ever. But I don't know if she likes Lauren. Probably not. Oh. And I don't know if he likes her. Definitely a strong feeling about that. But there's one thing that is for certain. The 10K she's not gonna share. I think she's planning it always, so I think the 10 grand would work pretty well with that. That was your first date. That was dramatic. That was dramatic. That was dramatic. Wow. Now a you didn't. You, you see, a lot going on. A lot to comprehend. <laughs> yeah. A lot to comprehend. I was there. Like. <laughs> he didn't understand any of that. <laughs> so that was a skydiving date. Yeah. With Lawrence. Yeah. Who, to confirm, you wouldn't go on a second date with. He is a nice guy. He's real cool. He's just probably not for me. 
What's wrong? Way. What's wrong with him? Let's pick him. Let's pick his. No, no, he's lovely. Yeah, no, he's a really nice guy. But why is he not very for you? Different. Why is he not for you? Well, you know when someone's not for you. Yeah, he's definitely hot though, isn't he? Yeah, he's a good-looking guy. Good-looking guy. Yeah, he good planned a great guy. date. Have you heard from him since you said on air yesterday that you weren't keen on a second date? I haven't heard from him since the date at all, so... Oh, oh so even when you got on the date on Friday, yeah. you didn't hear from him yesterday? No. Nah. Did you follow... Did he, did he get your phone number? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, of course you're not going to hear from him then. Facebook requests, nothing. Oh, nothing. really? No. Wow. Well, that, that's made his stance clear. <laughs> that's, so yeah. last night you went on your second date. Um, yeah. Just give us a little tease. How, how, how did it go? Um, pretty freaking cool. <laughs> really? Freaking cool. Freaking, okay. Freaking cool. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I think we uh, should get all the dirty dates of this one. Yeah, we'll go, we're going to get him on the phone next, and we're going to get you. Uh, you'll stay here. You won't go anywhere. <laughs> John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. We've got Ellen in here who's been going on through, who's going on three dates with three different guys. At the end of it, she's got 10K. She decides if she wants to split that money with one of her uh, one of her dates. And uh, the second one was last night, Ellen. It was, yeah. So this date was with Mason, and when you came in today, you described it as the best date you'd ever been on. <laughs> I did. It was pretty up there. Um. So yeah. w- walk us through what happened. Because yeah. when you left here yesterday, we were like, oh, no. We'll just take you back to this time yesterday where you uh, where you and Mason met for the first time and your first impressions of each other. Um, she's gorgeous, to be honest. Yeah, she's amazing. She looks amazing. Oh, yeah. Alan, you. your first impressions. Um... Yeah. And we were really concerned that you guys were not going to click, but it sounds like you guys clicked a lot. Yeah, well, so we met in here and it's a little bit, you know, it's a bit of an awkward place to meet people. It's an office, isn't it? Do you like meeting people while three people watch and a whole (laughs) lot of people listen? Yeah, (laughs) so that happened. And then we had a bit of downtime before we actually had to leave. I noticed that. Quite a lot of downtime. We were here for ages. I was going to get you to like fill the uh, photocopier and stuff like that because you're sitting in the office for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Make ourselves useful. Um, Yeah, no, so we had a kind of a good chat before we you know, kind of went off and started doing stuff. So, Were you concerned that you had all the chat that you could have before even going on the date? No, well, that's the thing, is that we didn't run out of things to talk about well, that's at all. Cool. Like, we just kept talking and talking and talking. Awesome. So it was, yeah, it was really, really easy. So once you guys actually got to leave the office, um, what, yeah. what happened? What did you guys get up to? Um, So we drove not too far away into the city and we were at a helicopter Place? Oh, we got a helicopter. You were, you were, you were hoping one of the dates might involve a helicopter. Yeah, I was. I was, you know, never been in a helicopter before. Yeah. I've got a whole grand to spend. So, so we did a scenic helicopter flight, and that was so cool. Beautiful. And um, Mason won't tell you, but he was a little bit scared in the helicopter. It was pretty funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, we did that, and then upstairs from where you go to the helicopter is a really nice restaurant. So we had dinner there, which was super, super nice. Um, but the really cool part was at the end. So he kind of stitched me up. After dinner, we went to a bar and, like, all my best friends were there. And we had That's cocktails. That's cool. so oh, cute. And we what all a hung up together. And That's a everyone, really good idea. Everyone got along so well, and it was just so much fun. Because yeah. when you when you came in, you said one of the things you were looking for was that if you want to be my lover, you got to get exactly. with my friends. And so he's gone and tracked down <laughs> your best friends. friends. He literally did. And s- surprised you at, where was it, Orleans in town, yeah, was which Orleans. is like an awesome bar. And then the friends actually liked him. Yeah, they 
prison over him. I was like, nice. Oh, Mason's <laughs> on the oh, phone. Oh, Mason. God. Mason. Hey, how's it going, guys? We what just, a player. Oh, Mason. What a player. <laughs> we just heard about your surprise with all of Ellen's friends. You are possibly one of the most thoughtful boys in the world. <laughs> yeah, I, I really studied like her profile and saw what she quoted about the Spice Girls and stuff. So, yeah, I really went out of my way and... Well done. How do you think it went, Mason? Be funny if he was like absolute shit about it. <laughs> no, I loved it. I was real good. I was a bit nervous for the helicopter, but it was all right. It was my best date ever, to be honest. Oh, oh, That's exactly uh, what Alan said as well. So uh, would you guys, because because Alan, so far you've been definitely all about the 10K. Is this changing your mind, would, is, perhaps? Yeah, is Mason kind of planting a seed of like, oh, actually, maybe I do want to go on a second date with this guy. Maybe I do want to split the cash. Well, the potential is definitely there, yeah. Oh. Wow. We're going to find out on Thursday, aren't we, what, yeah. what your decision is, because oh. you've got one more date to go. Yeah. Mason, would you go on a second date with Alan? I'd love to go on a second date. Oh, shivers. Yeah. No, Look out, go. you two. Look out. <laughs> hey, good on you, Mason. All the best, my friend. Cheers. Thank you, guys. Good on you, buddy. Johnny, Ben and Sharon. On the edge. It's time to open up the People's Court. This is the People's Court. The people are real. The cases are real. The judges are not real. Okay, this is uh, the People's Court. These are your cases on the air uh, and your fellow listener. Uh, they decide. They're the judge and jury in this case. And um, we've had a lot of relationship ones. Today, something a bit different from the workplace, Sharon. Oh, this has ruffled my feathers. I yes, tell you what. You've I... been getting a bit handsy. So Off- Ben and me thought we'd take you to the court. <laughs> <laughs> Office morale, uh, I tell you what. People's Court on you. What? <laughs> no, Have no, I been handsy? That's for next week. This next week. <laughs> oh, okay. We're cool. just trying yeah. to. We're mounting our case. It's very, it's very strong. I was we like, need don't a few more catch people. me out on the radio, guys. <laughs> Yeah, and please don't use the word mounting ever again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but no. this one here has uh, wound me up because I pride myself on office morale and I feel like office morale is going to be super, super low in this particular office. Sarah, welcome to the show. Uh, air your grievances for the jury this afternoon. Hiya. Um, okay, so I have been on our work pub quiz team mm. and, you know, we've been... Uh, going to the quizzes for a good few months now mm-hmm. and then um, this week is actually the final but um, they think that I'm not that smart so they're replacing me with someone else. Oh, oh. you've been benched. You've been benched from the pub quiz team. <laughs> you helped them get to the finals and then they're taking, this is well, has she Has she helped them, Sharon? That's probably the and issue Paul, here. Paul? You know, I might oh. not be the smartest but I'm loyal. And you're there, you turn up on time. Exactly. You're you're, you're there, you're sitting at the table. I'm sure you shout a round of drinks every now and again. Yeah. You're the the me, you're what I am to this radio show. (laughs) Turn up, I'm there, I'm smiling, I'm happy to be here. Give it a nudge, give it a nudge. Well, Paul is our defendant this afternoon. Paul, would you like to defend yourself against Sarah for our jury? I mean, Sarah's great. She's awesome around the office. Yeah, she does know the occasion around a drink. Oh, phone, phone's just breaking is. up a bit there, Paul. Sorry, mate. She's great. She's good around the office. That's what we got. Yeah, but, but she is the weak link when it comes to the quiz team. We love, <laughs> we love having her there. But when it comes to answering, you know, she, she writes down her answers. The rest of the team write down our answers. And then we basically compare. We don't ever use her answers, and we've got a few guys coming to the office, and he's pretty hes pretty clever. Oh, they're so, taking on you guys. Sorry, the phone line's a bit bad there, but what we can hear is that uh, Sarah doesn't really give correct answers, no good answers, new guys come into the office. Oh. He's been replaced. Sarah's been benched. This is terrible, terrible work. You know what? We need to put this out to the people's court, though, because there is going to be some people out there that are on Paul's side saying, if you're letting down the team, you're out. It's like if, if you're having a bad 
that game in the All Blacks, you're getting sent back to Super Rugby and you're not playing the All Blacks anymore. <laughs> One reason why you should be in the team for the final, Sarah? Um, I just think, you know, I've stuck with it for so long and I really love you know, getting amongst it, and I feel like I should be able to see it through. Well, oh, she does sound nice. It's a, it's a compelling case. We're going to put it to our jury this afternoon for the People's Court. You get to decide. You are the judge, and you are the jury. 0800, the usual text to 3343. Should Sarah get to stay on the quiz team for the final, or are you siding with Paul and you want to kick her out? I'm on Paul's side. You know, you if, if, you're hitting, you if you're hitting the finals, get rid of the weak link, claim that trophy. She's been there for the hard yards. She can enjoy the victory. Oh, I'm like, wow. it's, a t- it's a pub quiz, mate. Remember that World Cup? Dan Carter injured himself. He still got up and celebrated with the guys because he's part of the team. She's still part of the team. No, mate, she's no, just no, been benched for the no, final. No, but they didn't bench Dan Jeez. Carter. He injured himself. They didn't just... they tell you that Jono was a savage? <laughs> Juror number one, Jordan, what do you think for the people's court today? Should Sarah stay on the team or is she out? I think Sarah should definitely stay on the team and I think Paul, mate, you need to realise pub quiz, you're not playing who wants to be a bloody millionaire, buddy. Yeah, yeah. that's true. You tell him, Jordan. You tell who him. wants to be a bloody millionaire. That'd be a far better version of the show as well. <laughs> Do you want to be a bloody millionaire? Welcome along to Who Wants to Be a Bloody Millionaire. A text here, 3343. Sarah should stay. It's better to stick with what you know. He might not perform well under pressure. <laughs> that's a good point. It's a good point. <laughs> Tracy, good to have you on as juror number two. Is Sarah on the team or off the team tomorrow night? Oh, uh, she's definitely got to be on the team. Definitely. Oh, all too loyal. You need you need somebody that is different because, like, if you've watched The Chase, you know that every time the person like her that, you know, is maybe not that smart and doesn't do well in the cash builders, always, when it comes down to the final chase, they come out with all these answers. Mm, then we have right. an obscure question in the it's final true. that only Sarah will know. That's very She's true. been consistent all the way through, consistently bad, but oh. she may pull out something special. Hey, you never know. A juror on 3343 has said, bench that bush, it's all for the win. <laughs> a little aggressive, a little aggressive. <laughs> yeah, a little bit aggressive, but yeah. Adrian's a on, aggressive. Adrian's on 0800 The Edge. Juror Number three this afternoon, Adrian. What do you think? Should Sarah stay on the team or is she cut? Uh, I would cut her. Adrian, I was really not expecting this. Yeah, you sound like a nice guy, Adrian. Adrian wants to win. Yeah, you have to win. You don't go into these things to be like, oh, yeah, have a participation award. That's right. Oh, no. This is what's oh, wrong. Are you there to make Zealand. friends or are you there to win a pub What's wrong with New Zealand today? We're all okay, like, oh, well, it's just um, good on you for turning up and having a go. Have a certificate. Have a bottle of Coca-Cola. Well, Jono. What um, about like you're lost, mate? <laughs> Walk home. Jono, since you're so passionate about it, yeah. um, the jury has spoken and Sarah has to get kicked off the team. So um, we'll just get you to tell her, oh. since you're so passionate. You break oh, her I heart. feel like Sarah should stay. Hey, Paul. Yeah. Oh, mate, you got some bad news to give Sarah, mate. <laughs> no, no don't, Jono, don't you deliver the no, bad news, Jono. No. I think Sarah should stay on the team. No, we can't deliver do Deliver the news, Jono. Sarah. The jury has spoken. Do you reckon we should, though? I reckon she... The Sarah. jury has spoken. Sarah. You can't you can't oh. do that in a real court. So Jono, you were you were very vocal on this. So you tell you tell Sarah the bad news. I was vocal when I didn't know she was listening. Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're not on the team, mate. Oh. Okay. Why don't we start oh. a pub quiz team and Sarah can join our team and we'll go go in the finals? How'd that be? What nights have you got free? Mate, I don't know. We'll just this start, sounds we'll... like an empty promise you're <laughs> okay. giving, Sarah. Okay, ben, Sarah. No, no, Ben will stick to that word. <laughs> yeah. Ben, you and Sarah will yeah. enter the pub quiz yourselves. Well, my mates, Jono and Sharon. No, we won't be there. <laughs> just Ben. What do you reckon, Sarah? We won't be on the loser team. <laughs> I reckon that maybe we'd have a chance, actually. Yeah, yeah, ben, right, we well. you. This, this is, is the underdog story. Whereabouts are you living, Sarah? I'm Auckland. Auckland? Great, well, we'll I know where that details. is. Ben is coming to your pub quiz tonight. <laughs> oh, have you got some fighting words for Paul, actually, Ben, before you get Paul? Hey, Paul, 
Mate, I'll see. I'll see. I'll be handing over your second place trophy, mate. When we win first. <laughs> Good luck with her on your team. <laughs> <laughs> John O'Ben and Sharon on the edge. In the Helmsland Brothers 10K date night experiment. Of course, we're sending Alan out on three dates. Each date is worth a thousand dollars. That's how much they've got to impress you. And a Helmsland Brothers suit. You've gone on two dates, Alan. The third one is today. It is indeed. At the end of this, you decide whether you want to uh, keep $10,000 or split it with one of the guys. So far, you've been skydiving, you've been helicoptered, yeah. uh, you've had your friends surprise you at a bar. Yeah. With, uh, the last night, Mason uh, oh. found all your mates and got them to turn up at a cocktail bar. That's going to be so hard to beat because that's just not a cliche. Oh, girl, I like that. That is so thoughtful. So I'm feeling for the guy today. He's going to have to bring his A game to impress Alan. Yeah, he's got a lot of work to do. <laughs> oh, okay. wow. oh, here he comes. Well, here he comes. Oh, geez, they all are so handsome. He is Hello, off to mate. a very, very Hello, good mate. start. And he's coming with a big bouquet of flowers. Ellen, Kieran, Kieran, Ellen, welcome, welcome. Come over here, Kieran. Come, come over here, Kieran. Kieran, grab jump on this mic. Kieran, they look so oh. dapper when they come in in their suits. They do. It's deceiving, though, isn't it? You want to see them in their normal high-vis or something. <laughs> How you going, bud? Good, good. Good. Are you nervous? Yeah. Uh, I wasn't at first, but now I kind of am. We were just saying before you walked in uh, that you'd have to bring your A-game today because yesterday uh, Alan got taken on a date and uh, was surprised with her best friends. And we're like, oh, they have to bring his A-game to beat that. And then you walk what? with a huge bouquet of beautiful yeah. flowers. Well, they had to do something, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, well, good on you. Are they, are they so for Alan? Sweet. Alan or us? Uh, yeah, well, but there could have been a few, but... Uh, That's real. Okay, yeah. fair enough. I just wanted just to, wanted to clarify. <laughs> yeah. So tell us a little bit about you, Karen. What's the goss? Uh, me, uh, whew, grew up on a farm. Uh, just got back from living in London for two years, so mm-hmm. just trying to get my feet back on the ground and go from there, really. Okay, tell, tell us what you got planned. What do you got well, you don't have to tell us what you got planned. Oh, do you want it to be a surprise? Yeah. Well, no, I could say. Do you want to know, Ellen? Do you want to know or do you want to be surprised? Okay, Ellen wants to know. Okay, okay. let's, find, we'll out. let's okay. find out what this right. date is today. Well, when I first found out I was going to be doing I thought... Let's not be a bit cliche about this, but I tried my best. Um, so, so you turned up with flowers? Well, no one else has done that. Yeah, no one else has come with a gift. Um, but I don't know if that worked. Uh, we're going to a spa treatment, a couple spa. Oh. 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 What are you, you going to get done? Well, I don't know. What, what gets done there? <laughs> he's never done before. So he's never heard of a spa before. He grew up on a farm. Yeah. Up until today, the only massaging he's done is on a cow's teeth to get the milk <laughs> out. <laughs> so this is going to be this is going to be a real experience for you as well, Kerry. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. So you're yeah. going you're going to take Ellen to the day spa for the afternoon. Yeah, and then after that, going to Millsy in Britomart. Oh. Restaurant. What do you think of that, Ellen? That sounds amazing. Yeah. It's a bit of a change from the... The activities. Yeah. 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 yeah, it'll be relaxing. It'll be cool. Dang, yeah. I'm so jealous. Like, my first uh, date with my husband, he took me to the International Food Court, and without a word of a lie, instead of giving me a bouquet of flowers, he gave me a loaf of bread. So this is... Uh, this That's is romantic. That's lovely. It's what interesting. Interesting. It's nothing. Well, if you're the International Food Court, you get a loaf of bread, you start in Europe, obviously, don't you? And then you make your... You eat your Goodness way around sake. the world. Yeah, yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm living vicariously. So this is good, too, also. Because uh, elephant in the room, you'll probably see each other in your underwear on your first date. So that's nice, isn't it? Well, I was thinking about that, and that's pretty <laughs> forward. But well, I was thinking that I would have been like, oh god, what uh, if I didn't wear my nice undies? <laughs> and then you're gonna make me get my undies, get my massage or whatever. Yeah, I mean, have you got your nice undies on, Karen? <laughs> I put some nice ones on. Yeah, yeah. yeah it'd be very inappropriate if I asked you, Ellen. Sorry, <laughs> Ellen, you're not wearing your Bridget Jones panties today, girl. Oh, no. Okay, no. good. Feel you, feel you. Oh, well, good luck, yeah. guys. I hope it goes well tonight. Cheers, Thanks, yeah. guys. Awesome, man. Awesome. No pressure, but uh, don't screw it up, okay, Karen? <laughs> <laughs> 
That was another fine John O'Bean and Sharon podcast. If you need more of them in your life, try the John O'Bean and Sharon 24-7 channel on the Rover app and listen live on the edge three till seven weekdays.